Journey to Organization, Episode 75, World Mental Health Day. You're listening to the Journey to Organization podcast with Rebecca Saltzman, advice to help you clear your clutter and your mind. Hello and welcome to Journey to Organization. I'm Rebecca Saltzman from Balagambigan Personal Organization. And today I want to talk about how Wednesday, October 11th is World Mental Health Day. Um, The World Mental Health Day is sponsored by the World Health Organization. I want to shine a light on mental illness and let people know there is help. If you have a mental illness, either diagnosed or undiagnosed, there is no shame in getting help if you need it. I think that it's of the utmost importance to get the help so you can function in your life and lead your best, most productive life. Today, I want to specifically talk about hoarding because recently hoarding was classified as a mental illness. Today, I want to talk about the difference between hoarding, which is sometimes used for all levels of people who are clutterers, and a real difficult problem to manage is for people who have clutter. Now, again, like I said, everybody sort of gets lumped into this one group. So I want to sort of define the different levels, in my opinion, of clutter and hoarding. These are my observations over, you know, the years. And I hope that if you fall into any of the categories that I'm about to talk about, you will get help. I'm going to talk about my categories of clutter, what I think is the necessary um, tools you need to get help, and you should always get help no matter what, but what kind of help you get will probably vary. Um, Let's first define hoarding. The Anxiety and Depression Association of America says hoarding is the persistent difficulty discarding or parting with possessions regardless of their actual value. The behavior usually has uh, deteriorous effects, emotional, physical, social, financial, and even legal for a hoarder and for their family members. The American Psychiatric Association, APA, which made hoarding a mental illness in 2013, says the specific symptoms for hoarding are lasting problems with throwing out or giving away possessions regardless of their actual value. The problems are due to a perceived need to save the items and to distress linked to parting with them. Items fill, block, and clutter active living spaces so they cannot be used or is hampered by this large amount of items. If a living space is clear, it's usually due to help from others. Hoarding is bad because... It causes issues with your work, your home, your safety of your living environment, and I think that it causes mental distress, depression, anxiety when you live in a situation where you kind of are physically trapped. (laughs) Ask yourself, do you have trouble discarding or recycling, selling, or giving away things that most other people would get rid of? Because of the clutter in your home, how difficult is it to use the rooms and surfaces in your home? Do you always take free things even if you don't need them because they are free? Can you function on a day-to-day level, leave your home, get dressed easily, make it from, you know, make it to your front door and out your front door? How much do these symptoms interfere with schoolwork or your social life or your family life? And how much distress do these symptoms cause you and your family? If you really can't make it to the front door, well, 
that's a problem. If there's actual trash in your home, that's a problem. If you have 10,000 sugar packets, that's a problem. If you're in danger of being trapped underneath your things and you can't easily make it out of the front door, it's a problem. I cannot stress this enough. Please get help. Do not go to a personal organizer. Get a psychiatrist. After you start treatment in tandem with a psychiatrist and probably some drugs, then you can get an organizer who can work with your health professional to help the situation. In my career, I've only ever seen something like this one time. It wasn't actually a problem in the main part of their home, just in the basement. So I don't classify them as a full hoarder. Now, there are differences between hoarders and collectors, to be clear, but a collector falls into a slightly different category. I'm not going to focus on collectors today. I kind of think it's a different podcast. If you are a collector, then figure out which category you fall into. Are you a mild collector, like an avid collector, or a serious collector? If, a seri- if you're a serious collector, you might fall into level three. Think about the usefulness of these items, why you're collecting them, and what joy they bring you, because perhaps it's time to reevaluate. Before... I talk about levels of clutter, I want to say that after I talk about the levels of clutter, I'm going to go into what kind of help I think you should get if you have a clutter problem. This is not meant as, you know, uh, legal advice or medical advice or anything like that. This is just my opinion. So the levels of clutter go from highest to lowest. A level four, four, that's black. As I said, this is a real true hoarder who's been diagnosed, or maybe they're undiagnosed but would still fall under the hoarder diagnosis. They need professional help from a psychiatrist, probably medication, and then an organizer who will be willing to work with the doctor and also a team of other Uh, helpers to help the organizer plus a junk collection service. This is not my specialty. Level three red, someone who is a level three red can make it to the door of their home. They are not in danger of being trapped under anything like a pile of newspapers, but they still have a significant amount of stuff that they are unable to part with for a few reasons. They think it will come in handy. They think it will be useful again, um, or that they will use it, even if they probably won't. And they think it's nice, but not useful, and so they still want to have it. Oftentimes, that is an object that's very sentimental. Someone who is a level three red does not have an empty corner in their home. Their stuff is piled high in each corner, and the floor is full of stuff. They have really no storage system in place, and if they do, it doesn't work, and it's likely overflowing. A lot of times people in this category collect things, but not always. They are usually frequent shoppers and are always looking for a bargain. They use disposable items because they don't have enough time to actually do the dishes (laughs) or wash whatever is non-disposable because they just have too much stuff that they have to take care of. For a level three red, it's very, very difficult to keep their house clean. Level two, I'm sorry, level three reds um, usually recognize they have a problem. They don't know how to fix it. They are often ashamed and embarrassed to ask for help or even let anyone come in their home. They know that they have certain objects um, that when they go to look for them, they search high and low and they usually can't find the object in question, so they just buy something new. In the process, they tear apart their home and they 
end up with an even larger mess than before. Level three reds cannot easily get rid of anything. Uh, stuff flows into their house like a river regularly. Oftentimes, level three have severe ADHD, and so certain executive functions are difficult for them. They, they worry that they will need what they discard, and even though they most likely won't, it makes discarding for a level three red very difficult. Level two is yellow. A level two yellow is not as bad as a level three red. A level two yellow can manage their life socially. They're exhausted from always having to clean up and organize. They sometimes don't even have the patience for it anymore. And they always have to seem, they always seem like there's always something to put away in their home and they are always rushing to tidy or clean up or, or really take care of their stuff. Nothing really has a place to live in a level two yellow's home. Things are always out. Most of the corners are covered in junk as well. The floor may have clutter on it, but it's very likely that a level two yellow is capable of putting stuff away. A lot of it just doesn't have a place to live. <laughs> if it does have a place to live, to live in the home, a lot of times there's just too much stuff surrounding it and it's not easy to access what they do need. And so it's just easier for them to keep it out instead of put it away. A level two yellow can have varying degrees before they reach a level three, but the key distinction is that a level two knows they have a severe problem and is always trying to get help for their problem, though they often don't do the right things to get help. Many level two yellows have a cleaner who will come to their home and clean their homes. Their house is tidy for a little while, tidy in a relative sense, but it quickly reverts back to the cleaning, the pre-cleaning state because... There's just too much stuff. Now, most level two people feel comfortable letting people into the main part of their homes, but they usually have secret stash areas in their house where they prefer or simply don't allow access to visitors. They usually have a storage area that is full to the max and they can't find things when they're looking for them. Oftentimes they know where something is, but there's too much stuff in the way and so they don't have access to it. And then they just lose the inclination and they just go buy something new. A level two yellow has too much stuff. They know they have too much stuff. It is, they are constantly trying to declutter. They are usually not successful, or if they are, it's short-lived. And the flow of things coming into their house is like a very swollen creek. It's regular and frequent, but not as heavy as a level three. Oftentimes, level two yellows have mild ADHD, and so certain executive functions are hard for them. They usually have a little bit of anxiety about getting rid of something they might need in the future, and that's difficult for them to actually do the decluttering. Although this varies from person to person, some level twos are more easily, easily able to get rid of things. Others have anxiety about it. A level one green. A level one green has stuff in their homes. Often the clutter is very well hidden. I find that people who are a level one green usually have a secret stash. <laughs> a massive problem area, maybe two, sometimes three areas, but the stuff in the area isn't always a big deal because it isn't often used or they're not accessing it regularly. It's like research materials in a library just sitting there getting dusty, but there's a lot of it because you're always concerned you might need it. Usually level one greens don't have ADHD, but sometimes they have anxiety and they 
they they think that they may need something because it may be useful, um, but they feel okay sometimes discarding because they know they can get it again. Um, a level one can usually be successful at decluttering, but they still have a steady flow of items coming into their home, and so they do spend a lot of time decluttering. I find that most people are a level two. Of course, within the levels, there's variation, so none of this is hard and fast. It's more of a guideline, but before I talk about seeking help, I want to touch on time management. I spoke about it in episode 62, but oftentimes time management is a big problem for many people who are like level one, two, three, and actual four hoarders. Um, There is help for it as well, but it's, to me, time management, while people struggle with it in these categories, time management is really a different, is really a different conversation, a different podcast. I will say this, the less stuff you have, the more time you can focus on managing your time or the more you can focus on managing your time because you're thinking about your stuff less. So decluttering is really, I think if you've been listening for a while, you know, decluttering is really the main goal here. Okay, so let's talk about seeking help. If you are a level four, I said it already, you need pro help. End of story. Get a psychiatrist, get some medication, and then you can get an organizer. But you need to deal with it and you need to be diagnosed. If you're a level three, you may also need a psychiatrist and medication, but likely you will need a therapist, maybe medication. If you have ADHD, you might want to consider getting an ADHD coach because that will definitely help with the time management aspect of things. A professional organizer can also really help you and possibly a support group, depending on if you go to a therapist or not. Someone who is motivated can enroll in like a motivated DIYer can enroll in my course, Conquer Your Clutter, and be successful at it because it has a pro organizer attached to it, me, and it also has the support group aspect attached to it. For additional motivation, which is good for DIYers, especially DIYers who have ADHD, The challenge is for Conquer Your Clutter, keep you motivated, and it can be a nice compliment to if you are working with an ADHD coach, a therapist, or using medication. Honestly, though, I think that if you're a level three, the best way to get support is with in-home service, where someone forces you at a designated time to actually sit down, declutter, get rid of it, and takes the stuff away for you so you don't have to think about it anymore. Now, if you're a level two, you may need a therapist, possibly a support group, possibly medication. You can for sure benefit from a personal organizer. If you can swing it, in-home service is great, but CYC, Conquer Clutter, is a really great option because, again, it has me attached to it, plus the support groups and the challenges keep you motivated. Now, if you're a level one, Conquer Your Clutter would be good for you, but in-home service is nice if you can swing it, but I really think that, especially if you're a very mild level one, you could sometimes just get by with your partner, your spouse, a friend, or even sometimes working with your regular cleaner could be enough if you're a level one. Um, What type, and it also depends on your cleaner, really, (laughs) What type of help you choose will really depend on your style. So like I said, if you're a motivated DIYer, do-it-yourselfer, 
then doing a course like Conquer Your Clutter will work really, really well for you. If you're not really a starter, self-starter, then getting a friend or a professional organizer to help you is probably your best bet. Again, it's about knowing your strengths and your weaknesses, and now's the time to really be honest with yourself. What are you? Are you really motivated to do things by yourself, or do you really need someone standing there babysitting you, doing it you know, step by step with you. There's no shame. And either way, everybody needs something different. I personally like when people stand over me and hold my hand when I'm doing things. I guess it depends on what I'm doing. But for the most part, I really like the one-on-one interaction. But a lot of people don't like that. So be honest with yourself here. Again, all the levels have gradations, variations, but see which one fits you the closest and please get the help that you need. If you aren't the issue in your home, if it's your family who needs help, get the family member in question help. If it's a child, like a small child, focus on working on executive function skills with them. Help them to enhance their skills. Don't say clean your room. Say put the laundry in the hamper and the magnets in the white bin. The most important thing you can take away from this is that Serious problems need to be dealt with by professionals. Having too much stuff really does affect how we live in our day-to-day lives. And that's mostly what I see as the problem for all the levels. And the thing is, is what most people don't realize is that they don't see the benefits, understand how their life will improve by seriously having less stuff. I promise you 100% your life will improve by not having to spend time cleaning up your stuff, worrying about your stuff, thinking about your stuff, or being responsible for stuff that you don't really need. I, (sighs) people say to me, they can't, I can't afford this. (laughs) I don't think you can afford not to get the help that you need, whether it's for a mental health problem or just a clutter problem or any problem. I don't think most of us can afford to not get help. Oftentimes, we try to take the cheaper way out, but if we would have just gotten the best person to help us in the first place, we could have saved ourselves a lot of money and heartache in the long run. Please don't let that be you. If you need a psychiatrist or a psychologist, get one. If you need an ADHD coach, get one. If you need drugs, get them. If you need a personal organizer in your home or through a course, call me or register for Conquer Your Clutter now. I extended the start date by a week. The registration closes October 13th and the class starts October 14th. So many people told me that the Chagim were just so overwhelming and they needed a bit more time. And so I listened to what you told me, but now I need you to keep your end of the bargain and join Conquer Your Clutter. If money is the problem, contact me and let me know what the issue is. If time is the problem, talk to me. Let's see if it's really time or if you're just using time as an excuse. If someone else is in your home and they're the problem, don't worry about them. Focus on you. Focus on getting done what you need to do. Others will start to see your progress and see your improvements, and they will join you. (laughs) It might take time, but eventually they'll get on board, even if you have to be a little hard on them. The bottom line is no more excuses. The time is now. 5779 is here, and 2019 is on the way. 
(laughs) Make this the year you get your house in order and make space to make your dreams come true. I would hate to see you in the same position in six months getting ready for Pesach with too much stuff. I know it isn't even Hanukkah yet, but Pesach will be here before you know it. I cannot even begin to tell you how many ladies have called me and said, by listening to you and decluttering with you, I have found that making Pesach is so much easier, so much less stressful. If you've been listening to me for a while, you know, I always say, don't arrive at the Seder, Kilo, as if you had actually been a slave. Arrive at the Seder as if you'd been free like for a few weeks already. (laughs) That's the best way. You want to enjoy that time with your family. You want to enjoy the food. You want to enjoy the process. If you are ready to commit to yourself and to me and to conquering your clutter, to improving your family life and improving your home life and improving yourself, then go to RebeccaSaltzman.com and you can use the code CYC100 to save $100. If you have any questions about the course, just send me an email or leave me a message. Rebecca is spelled R-E-B-E-K-A-H, in case you didn't know. And if you're ready to declutter and get the home you've been dreaming of, now is the time to join. Again, head to RebeccaSaltzman.com. Please sign up today. You will have a lot of access to me. You have access via email. You have one-on-one consultations and support groups. There are challenges, worksheets, workbooks, everything you need to keep you on track. Now, I hope you'll join me on this next round of Conquer Your Clutter. It is not really for me. (laughs) It's for you. It's so that you can live your best life. I want you to live your best life. So please, please, please join me because it will help you down the line. It will help Pesach be easier. It will help Chagim be easier. It will help your life in general be better. So now I'm going to stop being salesy <laughs> and I'm going to get to the question for the week. But one last thought before I go. If you take anything away from this week's episode, take this away. Reducing the stuff in your home and reducing the stuff that comes into your home will take time. I can help you, but it is the key to living your best life. So use the guy that I said today to get the help that you need. Even if you don't choose me to help you, still, please get help. And if you do have a real mental illness, please get help for that. Your life is valuable and it's too important for you to let it go by. Please get help. The question for this week is, how many mipachot hair coverings or scarves do you have and how do you keep them organized? Now, Whew, this is a good question. So you all know I have a capsule wardrobe. I try to keep my co- my clothing to a specific color scheme and I look for hair coverings that fit into that scheme. I definitely have seasonal hair coverings, cooler ones in the summer, warmer ones in the winter, and I keep them separate. I think that I have less than 20 altogether. I keep tabs on which one I wear and if I decide that one is not comfortable or too slippy and moves around and falls off, Yalla, out it goes. Bye-bye. <laughs> I keep them rolled up in a drawer, and honestly, most of my clients have way too many. They don't wear most of what they have. So start with a reduction process. Slowly take them all out. Assess which ones you don't like. It's a good idea to sort them into season, and then do this sort of at the end of the season as well. 
After you get rid of the ones that you know right away you don't like, do the process again in a month. See which ones you haven't worn and keep doing that until you switch the seasons. At the end of the season, you'll really know which ones you haven't worn and you'll be able to say bye-bye. <laughs> um, same thing when you switch them, do that throughout the season. It's a time-consuming process in terms of like duration, you know, it's a long-haul kind of process. But it's worth it. It makes you feel comfortable in your decisions when you take a little bit of time and go slow. Make a number. If you have 100, get rid of five at a time. Make decisions. Sometimes you'll be shocked to see you can actually get rid of like 20 because you're like, yeah, I don't wear that. I don't wear that. I don't wear that. So just pace yourself. It's okay to pace yourself. You don't have to be in an all or nothing. But make it like real. Get it out of your house ASAP. Um, once you really are thinking about what you are actually using, it's going to be easier to get rid of the things you're not using. And that's the question of the day, <laughs> of the week. So thank you so much for joining me today on the Journey to Organization podcast. Please get help if you need it. I would love if you could join Conquer Your Clutter. I would really love it. Just go to RebeccaSaltzman.com. I wish you all a great week and happy organizing. Thanks for listening to the Journey to Organization podcast. You can find Rebecca on Twitter and Instagram at BalaGonBegon and on Pinterest as Rebecca Saltzman. Visit BalaGonBegon.com for resources and to join the mailing list to get podcast updates.